Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Friday, it's September 17th, it's 2021, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Short Thursday slate over Friday, busy. Here we go again. Um, got my boy Will, Chief Just So Six. What's happening, Will? Nothing much, man. Doing great. Uh, ready to get this pod going. Big 15 gamer. Uh, Going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, there's no no short things to talk about in this slate. It's it's a massive one. <laughs> um, a lot a lot of stuff going on here. Fifteen games. I mean, we it's even like we're getting towards the middle, towards the end of September, and it's like we might see some pitching changes and stuff. Remember, this is a first look podcast. We're giving you guys what we have in front of us and just kind of, um, you know, feeling out the slate as it, as it's presented to us right now, we're going to jump in. We got Colorado at Washington. That's where we're going to get started on the slates. Um, it's Herman Marquez against Josiah gray, eight and a half total. And the nationals are one thirty favorites. Um, any interest here in Herman Marquez? I'll slide at 8,800. I don't hate it. I, I was actually su- surprised Washington came in as a favorite uh, on this slate. Very shocked. But, uh, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think he's in play. Um, he's a little expensive at 8,800. But, I mean, <sighs> pitching is kind of all over the place today. If we – if we knew what like Dylan C's pitch count was going to be, if he was going to throw like a hundred pitches and we were very confident with that, I mean, he's in a great spot, but I mean, you'll, you'll hear it as we're breaking down some of these games. Some of these good pitchers are in tough spots. Um, so I think on this slate overall, it's just one of those slates where you're like, all right, well, even at 8,800 Marquez might be in play, but it seems, it seems a little expensive. Um, Josiah gray on the other side of this game, I mean, this Rockies offense is super beatable, but Josiah Gray's 8,200 in this spot. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to Josiah Gray? Yeah, he's someone I'm absolutely not going to play. Uh, got some stuff, but I, I don't think he has enough upside on this slate, even against uh, the Rockies. I, I'm, I'm just not doing it. 6,200, man, I'm taking shots here. I'm not going to lie to you. Um Oh, you know what? That, no, that, like, that, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was no, like, that's what I'm saying. Became, like, if, <laughs> I was like, is he 6,200? I, I, I was like, man, am I sleepy? <laughs> no, I'm saying if he was, if he was 6,200, I would have, I would have some serious interest in him because, I mean, the bottom of the order is going to strike out a bunch. Um, I mean, the top of the order, you know, Story McMahon, Hillard, they like Diaz, they have power. Um, Let's talk Rockies bats. Anything standing out to you for Colorado? Yeah, I mean, you know, some of these guys I, mean, I think they've been okay. Like uh, Charlie Blackman is fifty one hundred. I think he's a guy that you know maybe you're paying up a little bit to be contrarian. Um, Tapia is thirty eight hundred. Don't hate that. Sam Hilliard twenty three hundred. Kind of at the bottom of the order if he's in the lineup. Uh, Sam Hilliard would probably be one of my favorites in just terms of a cheap guy that we know has a little bit of pop. Uh, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, probably not going to end up playing much here. Um, but I completely understand why you take shots on like Story, McMahon, 
Diaz at catcher with some power upside, CJ Crone. I mean, maybe like a secondary stack, but overall, not going to go uh, too crazy here. And then on the other side of this game, Washington. I mean, outside of Juan Soto, I don't really have any interest in Washington, and I probably won't the rest of the season. Yep, same here. Um, I haven't been playing Juan Soto. So just, you know, this team's kind of out of it. And um, un- unless a couple of these guys hit, you know, two home runs, I, I don't think any one guy by himself is going to beat us. All right, we got Cleveland at New York facing the Yankees. Zach Plesic, Corey Kluber, um, nine and a half total in this game. Yankees, a 185 favorite. Any interest here in Zach Plesic? Don't hate Plesic, but I'm just not playing him. Just kind of a blog guy. We've got too many other high upside guys. Not playing Plesic today. I mean, facing one of the toughest offenses in baseball, up and down this lineup is just stacked. Um, Zach Plesic's a solid pitcher. But I think this matchup's a little too tough for 8,400. And then, I mean, Corey Kluber on the other side of this game, they're stretching him out more and more. I mean, this is a guy that came back a few starts ago, 68, 78, 82. I'm still thinking like 85 pitches here for him is like ceiling. And I mean, at 9K, I just don't think he has even remotely enough upside to pay off this price tag. Definitely not playing Corey Kluber at 9K. If this was three years ago, would have been a lot button. But those days are long gone. Yes, yes, they are. Um, I mean, Indians bats, you can always take shots on like Ramirez and Reyes, but not going to go out of my way to stack Cleveland here. Yeah, definitely not stacking Cleveland. Don't ever hate Jose Ramirez, Bradley Zimmer, 2400, got a little bit of power. Uh, All in all, though, I I think it would just be Jose Ramirez one off for me. Um, Yankees, I mean, the Yankees are always a, a stackable offense. Judd, Stanton, these guys, Gallo. I mean, I love the prices. Like, if you get past Aaron Judge, as far as, like, the Yankees are concerned, the rest of this team just, I mean, they're not overly expensive. What's your thoughts here when it comes to the Yankees? Yeah, I like them, man. Solid offense, uh, especially now they've squeezed Brett Gardner in there. He's 2,400, so that really could just open it up. Gary Sanchez down to 37. Gio at the bottom of the order, 32. Uh, Like you said, outside of Judd, very affordable. Anthony Rizzo, always one of my favorite bats. It's not going to strike out. has a little bit of power uh, or or a a good – a marginal amount of power. Like him a lot. Um, All right, Minnesota at Toronto. Michael Pineda going up against Hijin Ryu. Um, nine total in this game. Blue Jays anywhere from a 200 to a 220 favorites. Any interest here in Michael Pineda? No. <laughs> Maybe the easiest fade spot on the slate, um, <laughs> Michael Pineda. So oh, yeah. I love the Blue Jays, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, any interest here in Ryu going up against Minnesota? Um, not really. Um. I just think there are too many other higher upside guys, so not going to be playing him either. Yeah, I mean, I think Ryu is okay, but I, I think that's where like that's where my interest like okay, he's okay, not great, okay. Um, I mean, I'm not rushing to play the Minnesota bats. I mean, Buxton is so expensive. Donaldson's kind of expensive. 
I, I could see why you'd take some shots here on the Minnesota bats, but overall, I mean, I think they're just a little too pricey. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's just overall, um, they are too pricey because the ones that you want, like Polanco, Buxton, they're up there. I mean, honestly, I think you could probably get away with fading those guys, though, or fading one of them. I'd probably play Buxton over Polanco today just for the from the power aspect. It's just Polanco, I like him because he doesn't strike out so much. But all in all, I don't, I don't feel like the Twins are some massive stack. Uh, Josh Donaldson is 4,700. Yeah, that's enough for me to take him as a one-off. You know who you can stack today, Will? Who is you can, that? You can, like that? You can stack this Toronto Blue Jays offense against Michael Pineda. Absolutely, man. I am in on some uh, Blue Jay stacks against Pineda today for sure. I mean, he hasn't been giving up as many home runs this season, but he uh, gives up home runs. Throughout his career, this guy gives up bombs, and this game's in Toronto. Toronto has all this power. Like, the Blue Jays are a top top stack on this slate for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, of course, we'll have to get a picture to pair him with, um, and I definitely think there are some guys – that we might be able to squeeze in that can that can get us to the promised land. Uh, but all in all, man, I'm with you. Blue Jays, one of the top stacks on the day. Dodgers and Reds, Walker Buehler, Luis Castillo facing off in this game. Uh, no line out for this game yet. Oh, I guess it's popped up since I did research. It's eight and a half, yeah, and the Dodgers are a 170 favorites. Um, any interest here in Walker Buehler? Yeah, I mean, at 10-2, he's been serviceable. Um, you know, I definitely think there's some other other guys that we can play as well. But he, he's right up there with, you know, the top arms on the slate. My biggest concern with Walker Bueller, and he's been pitching fantastic. My biggest concern with Walker Bueller is this team just doesn't strike out a lot. And they're going to make a lot of contact and they walk. I could see his pitch count getting up there really quick, and we just been and just sitting there going. I mean, we felt like he threw a really good game, but he just didn't hit the ceiling at ten two. I mean, that's my biggest concern when it comes to Walker Bueller. Definitely in play. Don't get me wrong. Not saying that. Um, Luis Castillo. I mean, this dude's having a, a really solid season after a really slow start. Four x fit, twenty three percent K rate. 56% ground ball rate. He's just running into a Dodgers offense that is so hard to play right-handed pitching against. Yeah, for sure. Um, can't play Castillo today. I'm just – the Dodgers in Houston, man, are just pretty much stay away from me. I just don't play anybody against them. And if somebody runs off, you know, 15 Ks, they just do it. But I'm, I'm not targeting those teams. All right. Um, Dodgers bats, anything standing out to you here for the Dodgers? Max Munch is on fire, in case anybody hadn't noticed. Uh, definitely don't mind him. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, and Steve, you can correct me on this if, if, if I'm wrong, but I am pretty sure Justin Turner hits curveballs pretty well. So, so he's going to be on my list. He's 5,400, very expensive, but uh, he is on the list for me. Yeah, my only problem with like a Justin Turner, it like one off is just the price um, more than anything else. So, I mean, I completely understand it, but I think if I'm if I'm trying to play the Dodgers here, I'm trying to stack them. This game's in the Great American Small Park. Yeah, 
Muncie's banged up. I, I forgot to mention that too. Um, he's not expected to miss any time, but I know he's dealing with like I think he got a bruised knee or something. Um, so that's just something to kind of pay attention to. But I mean, yeah. this game's in Cincy. Like, you gotta like the Dodgers here. This is a good yeah. ballpark upgrade for them. Um, I mean, I don't love Luis Castillo at his price, but I don't see myself like stacking the Reds against him in this spot. Or yeah, I yeah. don't like Walker Bueller at this yeah. price, but I don't see I myself stacking the Reds. I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's kind of same here. You know, this would be almost like another, I guess, kind of a one-off situation where maybe you take Avado or maybe you take a Mike Moustakis. But all in all, I don't want to attack Bueller, so I think I want to pass on your favorite DFS team for this season, the Reds. I'm going to play my other favorite team, the Dodgers. There you go. <laughs> They're playing each other. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Moving along here. We got Pittsburgh at Miami. Um, eight total in this game. The Marlins are a 150 favorite. We got Will Crow going up against Hernandez. Um, any interest here in Will Crow? Yeah, this is kind of what I was going to talk about, Stevie. This might be the avenue to being able to get in a few of these big bats. You might have to go down to somebody like Will Crow. And guess what? I'm not excited about it at all. But uh, th- this may be the way to go. And so I, I think he's on my list. Yeah, I mean, I think both of these pitchers are in play. This game's in Miami. They both are average at best pitchers, but they're facing weak offenses. I could see either one of these teams putting up like, or either one of these pitchers putting up like 15 and under 7K. I I mean, I'll take 15, I hear. If like, if you're trying to get one of these top end stacks, you're going to need some value. And I think the value is going to come... from these pitchers and i mean hernandez on the other side of this game he's he's shown some upside but he does struggle with home runs i mean maybe being in this ballpark helps a little bit his whip is a little bit lower in this ballpark this season um what are your thoughts when it comes to hernandez are you are you liking him as well yeah i was actually going to give you the exact same story for hernandez one of these guys is probably going to be the answer for us to uh, try and get in some of these big bats because I feel like the offenses are going to win this slate, um, and they aren't, they aren't a whole lot of cheap offenses we like. So, you know, this pitching duel, and I'm giving the, the air quotes here, that we're going to have in Miami may be the exact formula we need to get there. I mean, bats here, is there anything standing out to you for Pittsburgh? I mean, I I just I don't want to play these teams. <laughs> I mean, the guy I want to play is Reynolds, but I'm not paying 4900 I don't want to play these teams. I mean, oh uh, Yoshi's going to probably hit in the top two or three spots for Pittsburgh. He's 2800 You could play him in the outfield now. You could do worse. Um but I mean, I'm not stacking these teams. Even if these pitchers become popular, I just, uh, I mean, the reason why these pitchers might become popular is because both these offenses just stink. Um, on the Miami side of things, like, I don't even know what the lineup is going to look like. They have so many banged up people. Uh, maybe Sanchez. I think he's someone you could play at 2,800. Yeah, I don't hate it, but God, these teams. <laughs> I don't want to play these teams at all. 
Um, I think that's it from this game. I think we spent enough time on this game. All right, we got the Phillies and the Mets. We got Wheeler and Walker facing off in this one. Seven and a half total. Phillies are 140 favorites. Um, any interest here in Zach Wheeler? Yeah, love Zach Wheeler. Going to be one of the top options on the day. Uh, definitely think, um, you know, he's a guy we need to consider. I mean, I, the guy's just been good this season. Period. Point blank, period. Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest spot. It's not the worst spot. Um, but I think at at this price, you, I mean, you ha- I think you have to look at him. Uh, you know, you, you have to look at him just the pitchers that are on this slate too. Um, so, I mean, I definitely think Wheeler is top three, maybe even top two pitcher on this slate, raw, raw points wise. And then, I mean, Tajon Walker on the other side of this game, I think he's a little pricey for the matchup, but I mean, I'm probably not going to play Walker here. Yeah, definitely not playing Walker. I think he's going to, I think he's going to get lit up. So not touching him. All right. Well, talk to me about these Phillies bats. What's standing out to you here? Yeah, man. Give me these lefties. Give me these righties. I like this whole team. Um, You know, Harper's been, been hot as well from a fantasy perspective, just, might not be hitting home runs every day, man, but just churning fantasy points, doubles, singles, steals, runs, walks, you name it, hit by pitch. He's getting it all. So one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, we, we, we got us a cheap dong here in Brad Miller and uh, old Dubo Herrera leading off. Love, love these guys. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to like Harper in this spot for sure. Um, I don't want to. My only like my only concern about like potentially stacking this game is, is just the ballpark. Um, but I mean, they have upside, they have upside against Walker. So, um, any interest here in the Mets bats? No. Yeah. That's a no for me. No meat on the bone at all. Zero Mets bats. Baltimore at Boston. It's going to be Keegan Aiken. And then it looks like it's going to be Chris sale. Um, Right. Yeah. That's, it sounds like Chris is going to get activated here and pitch in this game. Um, there's no total out. One book had a total and the Red Sox were like a 380 favorite. So they were definitely expecting Chris Sale to get activated for this game. Um, any interest here in Keegan Aiken? Yeah. No. No Keegan Aiken. That was a joke, Stevie, by the way. Uh, I mean, you had me. I'm not going to lie. You had me a little <laughs> nervous. Definitely little, not play Keegan Aiken. Uh, scratch off completely. Get get him out of here. All right. You had me nervous. You did. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I was like, eh? all right. Chris Sale, if he pitches in this game, 9,500, coming off the COVID list. Um, they were kind of careful when he came back. I, I mean, I'm probably going to fade Chris Sale here, even though I love the spot. And if I knew he was going to go out and throw 105 pitches, I'd play him. But I think 85 pitches is more likely than 105 pitches. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think I can play Sale in, in this spot. We've got – we just got too many other guys, Stevie, that we can absolutely get behind. No need to fire him up for 9,500. Um, you know, we got one of my favorite DFS pitchers on the slate plan so i no definitely no need to play 
I mean, I, I'll tell you this though. I'm not playing any Baltimore bats against sale. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, not going that all. crazy. It's, it's a pitch count thing for me. And if like something comes out during the day where we actually get like a pitch count, like said, you know, and like, all right, well, maybe I'm more interested if that happens, but uh, all right. Um, Boston, the, the Red Sox here, Keegan Aiken on the Hill. I mean, Keegan Aiken has really struggled against righty and righties, and they're going to throw Xander Bogarts, JD Martinez, Kiki Hernandez, Hunter Renfro. And I mean, Renfro and Kiki makes the stack so much easier to do because of their prices. And even JD Martinez at 4,600 really like the Red Sox in this spot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you can't ask for much better. Um, I, I think this team is going off. Uh, and hopefully they don't disappoint us. You know, one of my favorite bats against a lefty on any slate, Hunter Renfro, I just said, big time spot, man. Love it. All right. Um, Detroit at Tampa. Detroit at Tampa. Oh, um, yeah. Casey, Casey Mize going up against Luis Patino. Um, eight total, raise a 235 favorite. Any interest here in Casey Mize? No. Yeah, I mean, Detroit has – they're just going to limit these guys down the stretch. I mean, I don't even understand the point of throwing them out there at this point, but I guess, you know, you do what you do. I will uh, say this. If you can catch Casey Mize at, you know, uh, four strikeouts on prize, just take the under. Because for some reason they keep rolling them out at four strikeouts. seems like every time you just keep taking the under. Those are like automatic props for me at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, Luis Patino on the other side of this game, 8,400. Seems like yeah. a lot. Um, I mean, I guess he went up 76 pitches last time out. He faced this Detroit team and put up seven fantasy points. There you go. <laughs> yep, good spot. Still not playing him. Way overpriced. No need to play him here. Um, Bats, anything here on the Tigers' side? No, I don't want to play the Bats either. <laughs> that's the crazy part don't want to play Patino don't want to play Mize don't want to play Detroit Bats yeah, weird weird game like just in general like it's just a weird game um I really thought that was Galladay for a second I got excited it was <laughs> Shepard um we need uh, some Galladay come on Galladay give us a holiday oh my god did you see this move that Shepard made the guy fall yeah. Jeez. Uh, anyway, back to Galladay. Tampa Bay Vats. I mean, Cruz is, <laughs> is expected to be back and playing in this game 100%. I kind of like Tampa here. I think this is going to be like a bullpen type of game for Detroit. And I think, you know, Tampa is a team that could just shock a lot of people and put up runs and have a really good game here. Yeah, I, I like Tampa as well, man. You know, Troy, Lau. Meadows, Wendell, and Wendell's not some guy I think is going to go out and hit a bunch of home runs, but just doesn't strike out, can drive in runs. I like this team, man. Uh, they're definitely on my tournament list. Oh, you got to punt him there. The, there's, a, there's a truck race going on as we're doing the podcast, and the guy running second has to win to advance in the playoffs. Like, you, you got to drive into that dude's bumper there. I don't know about all that. Anyway. Uh, Chicago White Sox, Texas Rangers. 
nine total in this game, and the White Sox are a 190 favorite. We got Dylan Seas uh, going up against Hearn. Any interest here in Dylan Seas? Yes, th- th- this is where I was talking about one of my favorite tournament uh, pitchers on the slate. If man, if, if Dylan Seas can get to, I take Dylan Seas at 90 pitches in this spot. I think. And I really mean that, um, you know, he went 71 the last time against Boston, but I think he just got into some trouble. Stevie, this feels like a spot that he can go out five to six innings, eight to 10 Ks. I, Dylan sees one of my favorite tournament plays as long as they don't give us some crazy news that he's just, you know, going to going to be on a pitch count. And I don't think that's the case. I think he just got in a jam in the last game. Yeah, I mean, Chicago is definitely in a position where they can be careful. Um, but I think Dylan C's tournament ceiling is really high. And I mean, you, I think you have to, I think you have to take shots. Um, I think you have to take shots on Dylan C's. Taylor Hearn on the other side. That's a, that's a, that's an easy no for me. Yep. Nope. Not doing it. Um, Anything on the White Sox bats here? Uh, well, I mean, are they going to price these guys up at all? I mean, they, they priced them up a little bit, but, I mean, Abreu 45, Robert 47, Eloy 41, Mankata 40. I mean, I think just on pure price, this team is in play. Just on pure price, this team is just so in play. I don't think they're ever going to price them up. I, I really don't. Um, I don't ever think they're going to price them up. Texas bats. I mean, I'm going to pass on Texas here. Will I mean, Dylan sees is a really strong pitcher. Uh, there's a reason that the white Sox are a huge favorite in this game. Yeah. No Texas Rangers fade Cubs and uh, brewers nine total in this game the brewers a 225 favorite we got zach davies going up against hauser uh any interest here in zach davies no negative i mean he's been struggling to strike anybody out um so i'm with you um i'm gonna pass here um hauser i think i think adrian hauser is really interesting for tournaments today like they've extended him they've extended him like he's thrown over 90 pitches in four of his last five starts i know he's facing a cubs offense that just the cubs are bad i mean i I think you're probably right i think hauser's in play i mean hap has a 29 percent k rate Contreras has a 31 percent wisdom 37 um duffy if he's in the lineup 24 alcantara 32 uh, i mean just uh just uh just Stevie, you look at this right. spot and I you're just, like i can't especially if like all right especially I, I, can't. Miami, I, take it back. I can't the miami pitchers get popular i like houser even more if that happens he's definitely in play i, I no you're, you're not going to get an argument from me i don't feel good but he's absolutely in play. All he's, right. He's absolutely in play. I mean, I don't really have any interest in the Cubs bats. That's for sure. Um, do you have any interest in the Cubs bats? No. Absolutely not. 
Um, I mean, Milwaukee against Davies, somewhat interesting. These prices, like, I think Milwaukee is one of those teams that you're potentially using here as like a secondary stack. Um, I think I think they're they're very interesting at these prices. Milwaukee, one of my top stacks of the day. Uh, I've been attacking Zach Davies all season. Not going to stop now. Wong, Escobar, Yelich, Navarez, Vogelbach, twenty five hundred. If he cracks the lineup, you're right. I, I love this team. Love this team. As Graham Gano kicks another fifty yarder, I'm kicking myself, Stevie, because if I play Graham Gano over Dustin Hopkins, I'm probably in massive takedown mode. I played so much Gibson that showdown was over for me a long time ago. Okay, um, okay. And, and guys, <laughs> li- listen, guys, I- I'm not trying to tilt on the line, but uh, well, as of right now, Osimo is in the lead at 132, and I have 114. I- I- I'm I'm not in. So let's not say massive takedown mode, but my, my team that I built was Shepard and the captain. And uh, I need, if he gets another catch for six, you know, he'll go over hundred. I had Daniel Jones, Terry McLaurin, Galladay, Slayton and Hopkins. Well, uh, our good friend, Graham Gano and Hopkins has nine. So I don't want to, I don't want to want to bash him here, but I think Graham Gano is at like, he's got to be close to 20 fantasy points. So he, uh sorry never, never mind just don't, don't don't worry about my rant in the middle of the the pod but i was trying to see where, where graham he's at 19 so he's at 19 t- yeah. yeah so i'd be at 124 which would have me uh who be get, getting close here be getting close but it's okay we got arizona at houston taking on the astros nine total astros a 235 favorite favorite madison bumgarner lance mccullers um any interest here in bumgarner no i mean houston just doesn't strike out against left-handed pitching um I, th- I think they're going to like potentially start like three guys with strikeout rates over 20% against lefties in this lineup. They walk, they put the ball in play bad spot for minus and bump Gardner. Lance McCullers. I think he's okay. I mean, I don't think this is like a, a special spot or anything like that, but I, I definitely think Lance McCullers at 9,300 is in play. Yeah, for sure. He definitely should be able to get some strikeouts here. Uh, he's pretty much been able to get strikeouts against every team this season. Um, you know, if you look at his, if you look at his last 10, uh, last 10 games, he's got, well, last five games, five, he's got seven strikeouts in three of the last five, uh, which I think is a, is a pretty big, matter of fact, is that four? No, three of the last five, you got seven. You keep scrolling down eight, eight, four. I mean, the guy's getting the case. So he, he's on the list, Stevie. I think if you want to kind of maybe get in this mid-range or a slightly under the top guys, so maybe do them a color cease combo if something like that could come together for you. Uh, I think it could really pay off dividends. Yeah, I'm with you. Um I think I think he's in play. I just I mean, I don't love pitching on this slate. I really don't. Like I'm gonna play a lot of Wheeler. Like Wheeler's gonna be my guy. Um Let's talk bats. Anything here for Arizona standing out to you? No, I'm, I'm not playing any bats from Arizona. Houston side, man, I like the Astros a lot here. I think a lot of people are going to like the Astros, but 
I mean, every time we think the Astros are going to be somewhat popular, they're never popular, and it's a 15-game slate. So, I mean, maybe they go overlooked again here? Yeah, I mean, so the Astros are to the Reds as the Reds are to the Astros for you and me. I probably play the Astros more than anybody, and um, so they're definitely on my list against Bumgarner, definitely. Washington just scored in, like, 20 seconds. It was the craziest, like – thing um i know i'm in front oh of oh my god and guess who it is uh, i mean this this is the worst showdown slate ever <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that was that jd mckissick that was mckissick had a really long catch and then ricky seals jones scored the touchdown oh my gosh <laughs> i just think it's hilarious anyway oh uh, well there, there goes my heineke prop he's he's over but what I did, Steve, he's definitely over now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 over for sure. Oh, jeez. J- oh, you know, D- Dean talked about JD McKissick on the. Uh, he was just kind of in the chat, and now what we need, what we need is um, a um. What's what's the backup running back? We need a Booker touchdown, and then he'll have it completed. I mean, yeah, I, just two quarterback with a quarterback in the captain spot type of showdown slate. I'm but, never going to win these slates. Um, never well, going to win these slates. You might not have to. Are you? Are we going to have to have both? Well, you might not have to have both. If you Galladay, might not have to, but yeah, if Galladay catches a big one, um, we hope so. I mean, because if that's the case, Galladay would have more than Heineke, I think. Um, let me see here. How many does Heineke have? Oh, he's got 23 fantasy points and over three. Oh, gosh. He got there, buddy. He did. We move on. We have Seattle at Kansas City. Nine total in this game. It's really close to a pick'em game. Seattle's a slight favorite. Chris Flexen against Brady Singer. Um, Any interest here in Chris Flexen going up against Kansas City? No, I'm I'm not playing Chris Flexen. I'm not being fooled. He he sits on the shelf today. I mean, the matchup is definitely not bad. Um, seventy eight hundred. There's some guys that I like under him price wise, and then like I I might be able to get like an extra bat or two if I go under like Hauser. Like I I definitely play Hauser over yeah. Flexen today. I've talked him into it. I've officially <laughs> talked him into it. He's going to the house. Um. Any interest here in Brady Singer? Um, no. He hasn't. Been, I, think, I mean, I mean, I think you have to say yes, right? It's a 15 game slate. We have a ton of offenses we want to play today. He's 5300. <sighs> he's been throwing. He's thrown over 90 pitches in five straight starts. You're not going to get many guys in this price range that can throw 100 pitches in a start. I mean, I think you have to at least say maybe on Brady Singer today. I don't know, man. You got to say maybe, Will. Just maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's true, though, because, I mean, I, I've played Carlos Hernandez down in this this price range in the right spot, and this was, this is probably about as close as it's going to get. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. Listen, I'm calling it. We're going to get our Galladay yards on this drive. They're down by one, so they're going to throw the ball some. We'll get our holiday. We'll get our holiday yards. 
Uh, any interest here in the Seattle Bats? Um, definitely, 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 Kyle Seager. He's fifty three hundred. Very expensive. Don't care. I think he think this is a good spot for him to hit two home runs. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> Seager's struggles this season has definitely been hard contact to lefties. So I think not Seager, Singer. Um, the names threw me off. But I, I think like Kyle Seager as a one off, maybe Toro and and like Haniger if you're gonna go three men. But I mean, I don't want to fully I don't want to fully stack this team. Yeah. Um, any interest in the Kansas City bats? Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I like Nikki Lopez today. A guy just doesn't strike out a lot. Um, Santana, Ben and Tendi. I think they, they've been kind of heating up, had a big, big night last night against Oakland, even in a loss, uh, or the night before, whichever one it was. So yeah, I like I like these guys. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Salvador Perez is just this dude is just he might hit 50 home runs this year. Yeah, like, another one the other night. Tell he's you. just he's crushing. He's just crushing. Like I mean, I hate paying up a catcher, but this dude is just on fire. Uh Mondesi gives you stolen base upside. I mean, there's plenty of third pieces that you can kind of put together to make this like a, a secondary stack that Probably no one has today. Um, so, yeah, don't hate it. We got San Diego going up against St. Louis. Nine total in this game. The Cardinals are a 135 favorite. Vincent Velasquez, Miles Mikolas. Any interest here in Vince Velasquez? No. Mm-mm, not doing it. Yeah, negative this, fantasy was... points in three of his last four starts. <laughs> If this was Vince Velasquez from the Phillies like a couple of years ago, let's go three, four years ago, maybe. But he's just falling off, man. Yeah, I mean, Miles Mikolas on the other side says a lot that they're favored, but, I mean, I'm not playing Miles Mikolas either. He's going to go out and try to get ground balls, eat up a few <laughs> innings, and move on to the bullpen. Yeah, he might not even get that. This team is – they're still potent. No Miles Mikolas. Um, all right, let's tell let's talk San Diego bats here. Any interest in the Padres bats? You like the Padres jerks and pro far leading off at 2100 really opens things up. If we get Cronenworth in, he's 36. Uh, Hosmer's 29. Man, I just these lefties are so cheap, man. So cheap to build around with Tatis and Machado. I love this stack. Love this stack. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely have to give them a look, right? Um, I think you have to give them a look. The St. Louis side, I think they're interesting too. I mean, you look at the you look at the Padre, you know, Vincent Velasquez, and just maybe you have to look at the Cardinals bats in this spot. I mean, I don't want to, but I think you have to maybe potentially look at them here. Yeah, they don't strike out a lot, so they're definitely – I mean, they're in play. They, they don't strike out a lot. You know, that was proven the other night, you know, against McGill. It's like – and, yeah, he, he's young, and he probably had a rough start, but St. Louis is still not a, a high-K team overall. So, 
Uh, I'm with you, man. The the race, the end of this race, I'm sorry I'm so distracted, but the end of this race, this truck race, was just absolutely wild. Um, man, nothing better than live sports. Just crazy. Like, just absolutely crazy. Anyway, um, Nolan Arenado, Goldschmidt, maybe Edmund, Tyler O'Neill at 4,200. I think he's very much in play. Um, depending on where Carlson hits, he's 2.9K. So, I mean, I definitely don't mind looking at some of these St. Louis bats here. So, uh, Oakland, Adelaide taking on the Angels. We got Cole Irvin, and then it looks to be like an opener type situation for the Angels here. Um, you know, we could potentially see someone get announced and start this game instead. We'll have to see. Um, any interest here in Cole Irvin going up against the Angels? Uh, yeah, I guess the Angels, I have slight interest. I know they've kind of got a couple guys back, you know, um, but all in all, still, I'm not afraid of this team. I mean, yeah, I just – I think he's in play at this price. Again, Will, I think this – like, this slate sets up for some, like, top-end stacks. So, I mean, I think I'm going, like, one top-end pitcher and then, like, one cheaper pitcher on a lot of my builds here today. Um and then on the angel side, man, if it's an opener situation, it's an easy pass for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, any interest in the Oakland bats here? Well, I mean, they've been playing pretty well overall. Just weird construction. I mean, Jed, Low Jed Lowry's cheap. Olsen's 55, Marte 6K. I think the bats that you really want are so expensive. Mark Connors, 51. That's what's going to keep me away from them. Yeah, I mean, Chapman's banged up. I don't think it's going to be a 100% lineup. Um, crazy, man. Um, Angels bats against Irvin. I don't think they're healthy enough to play them here. What are your thoughts on the Angels? Um, nope, not playing Angels. Atlanta at San Francisco is where we finish out. We have Ian Anderson against Logan Webb. Seven and a half total here. The Giants are 150 favorites. Uh, any interest here in Ian Anderson? Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, I have – I don't play anybody against the Giants. <laughs> just, I'm just not playing anybody against the Giants. And I, I said that about a couple other teams, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not playing Ian Anderson against the Giants. He could just sit on the shelf. Did they really just throw a pick when all they had to do was run the ball? They did. They did. They did. What is happening? They like, did. And Stevie, guess what? Th this has been like the craziest like five minutes in sports. It's just like, what, what is going on? Stevie, so, so Stevie, do you want to know something else crazy? So Antonio uh, Gibson, if I'm not mistaken, is at 69 yards and we had him at 68 and a half. Don't you love sports? Yeah, don't until he goes backwards, know? Will. I got my I got my NASCAR prop of the, the Bro, bet too. So no, no, listen, listen. He's not going backwards. You know, they're not gonna give him the ball anymore. They're gonna be down when they get the ball back. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. He's not so really they're not there. handing the ball. Don't you? Just I mean, unless sports. they miss this field goal, will? No, no, they're, they're not going to miss. Through. In fact, they're going to milk this clock. Uh, don't you just, man? I mean, the Gibson coming through, but but now I need Galladay, and I don't think yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, how can this game tie? Oh, um, all right. I mean, I'm with you on Ian Anderson. No interest. Um, this podcast is all over the place. Today. <laughs> yes. Sorry, like, people. Uh, Sorry. I mean, this has been like crazy 10 minutes in sports. Um, just crazy 10 minutes in sports. Like, I don't know. Maybe Galladay scores a touchdown here. Um, if they that don't run the nice. ball and then that, go that for two nice. and then, then we root for another touchdown or nope. Shepard drops <laughs> Give it to Saquon. Um, all right. <laughs> Logan Webb against the Braves, 9,800 for Logan Webb going up against Atlanta. Like, a lot of respect here for Logan Webb, but, I mean, this offense is good. Um, I just – I have a tough time paying this price for Webb. Very good against righties this season. 105 ISO, 262 Woba. has a 29% K rate against righties this season. It's been fantastic against righties, but I just – if he's going to be less than 5% owned, I think you could take large field tournament shots on him, but I don't see myself playing a lot of Logan Webb. I, I mean, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should. Maybe I should play more Logan Webb. Yeah, I think you should. He's been very good, and, and I'm with you. I think in large field tournaments, absolutely the play. Like, absolutely the play. Look, if I'm the Giants, I try to get a first down here. I'm, I am not if, – if I'm the Giants, let's get a first down, right? Because they're going to get to the two-minute warning – and then all they, all they have to do is hand the ball off one time and not fumble. And they're going for it. Sterling Shepard. So, guys, I'm sorry about this podcast. It is all over the place. I think Sterling Shepard just got over 100 yards, and I had him in the captain. And that's he 10 dropped catches. It, Will. He dropped it. Oh, I thought he caught it. No. Well, it wouldn't have been, it would have been short of six yards anyway had he caught it. So. No 100-point bonus for you or 10 catch. No, but, but anyway. I needed that because he's in my captain. That would have given me another four points. Ah, like, don't you just hate? And then, and then what I told you, Graham Gano's about to get another three. He's going to be at 21, 22 fantasy points. Yeah, but you're going to get you're going to get the Hopkins 60-yarder to win the game. Oh no, no. Um, all right. Atlanta bats. I don't want to play Atlanta bats against Logan Webb. He's been pitching so good. Um, I have a tough time. Like, I, I just don't want to one off like Freddie Freeman. I think Freeman's in a great spot, but I don't want to one off Freddie Freeman here. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. percent I mean, the Giants lineup is good. Do you have any interest in the Giants against Ian Anderson here? Uh, I do. I, I think the Giants are okay, and, and I don't want to. I guess I don't want to stack them, but I do want to uh, – no, I would. Stella, belt at 52 is pretty expensive, but I, if I think if I want to stack them, I, I, I just kind of go either belt or Crawford. I don't think I'd play them both. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you stack them. I think that's really the only way – I think that's the only way you can play San Francisco on this slate is I think you have to, I think you have to stack them. All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then um, 
we'll we'll be ready for all the tweets we're gonna get about how all over this podcast was. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, give me a guy under eight K to get six or more strikeouts today. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Will Crow. All right. Um, I already said it, man. Hauser's my guy today. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bus pitcher of the slate? Um, Ian Anderson, actually. Um, yeah, I like that one. I think I have to go Madison Bumpgarner against Houston. I think he's the bus today. Over 4K to go yard. Who do you got? Let's go with. I want to hand out somebody good that I don't think. But let's go Eduardo Escobar. I mean, I think um, I think I have to keep rooting for Salvador Perez to get to fifty home runs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna root for him to keep going. So I'll I'll take Salvador Perez. Give me a guy under four K to get two hits today. Let's go. We're, we're at under 4K, right? Yep. I'm going to... Gosh, man. This is probably the toughest one, but give me Brett Gardner from the Yankees. All right. Did not see that one coming. Um, I'll go Dylan Carlson, 2.9K. Like it. Um, Give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will. Uh, this was going to be real easy. Team I talked about at the beginning of the pod. Uh, I really like the Phillies today. Give me the Phillies. All right. I'm going to go with the Red Sox. I think they um, I think they smash in this spot today. And think they're, I mean, I think they're one of the teams that can beat the Blue Jays as a top stack on the slate. So uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negativo. All right, that's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking more baseball, maybe some football, maybe some NASCAR. I mean, you can get anything on this podcast. We do it all. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again on Monday.